0: You are tuning in to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown, the official podcast for the Atlanta
1: Realtors. We're here to keep you updated with the latest trends, topics, and keep you in the know
0: of our ever-changing Atlanta market. We hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown. I'm Matt Lamar, your host for today's episode. I am so excited and well-prepared for today's episode with Miss Carrie Smith. Who works in the home warranty world, which we have not talked really a ton with our other vendors around the real estate industry. But I think there's going to be a ton of great information shared today uh, by Carrie, who's an awesome human being, but also is uh, really, really good at what she does in a lot of different facets. But uh, without further ado, Carrie, did I miss anything? Do you want to give us the Reader's Digest version of who is Carrie Smith?
0: A reader. Well, Cliff Notes version is <laughs> sure, we'll <take> uh, <laughs> Carrie Smith. And uh, yes, I work with Choice Home Warranty and I've been in the warranty business for now about eight and a half, almost nine years. And before that was a realtor for 11.
1: Which is interesting because I feel like that gives you really good perspective for what real estate agents do every day, but also what their challenges are.
0: Sure. I've been on both sides of the fence, per se. Right. So uh, working with buyers and sellers uh, with home warranty negotiated back yesteryear (laughs) uh, in a total different market. Uh, But then, you know, as far as with on this side of the fence of going out and coaching agents, uh, working with home buyers, um, helping educate them um, regarding policy, you know, home warranty period. Yeah.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, so the reason I think too, it's 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 powerful to have our um, affiliates in here and our partners that are working, you know, literally side by side uh, throughout a, a real estate transaction. Is you know, this podcast is really designed to help two groups of people. The first is our is our association members, realtors out there, right? Um, and if you're coming from another association, we also welcome you as well. So don't feel like you have to be a member here, um, but also consumers. Um, and so, you know, let's talk a little bit about the real estate side of things. So, obviously, your experience as a real estate agent um, was, I've got to believe, positioned you much better to be in the position that you're in. But you also have a deeper understanding of what agents are going through, also how to leverage home warranty and make it something that can make or break a transaction in some cases, but also make things, especially in a shifting market that we're in now, um, a little more palatable for both parties. Am I wrong? Is, it, is using a home warranty... Always a win-win-win, or are there instances where it just doesn't make sense?
0: Well, I'll touch upon the very first thing that you said. This industry is all about teamwork, Mm -hmm. whether it be co-oping agents, broker, agent, um, different offices, uh, vendors, partners. uh, We're all in this together. Mm -hmm. And so as far as with it being helpful within the industry of knowing that, per se, the vendor, home warranty company, you have a local representative for specifically the company I work with, but you know there's many companies that do have local representatives that you can meet face to face. That's important in this business. Um, so to have that direct contact with somebody within a company, uh, bringing the team together, yeah. if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, I love that, and and I don't think we talk about that enough. I mean, between local lenders, local home warranty, local insurance, like we really. It, I find it very helpful to have someone's phone number. I don't know about you.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> you know, the society has gotten so techie and everything's an app or a button. But, you know, let's take things back a notch and bring more person personal experience. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a relationship business that we're all in. Yeah. It's customer service. Um, there's a lot of face-to-face contact, whether you being a realtor, meeting your clients face-to-face. But it's also important to know that somebody is there locally, who can be reachable face to face? Heck, I'll give somebody my, my personal address as long as I don't get served restraining order. But I'm good with that, you know. Uh, you know, come meet me face to face because there is that disconnect, especially after the past two years of people becoming more comfortable behind a phone or uh, behind an email or a text message um, rather than bringing it personally back mm. to meeting face to face.
1: Yeah, which I know you do a great job of, you know, in person networking with the association as well as. Um, you know, I follow you on social media, so I'm very well aware. You're kind
0: of, of like that rash you can never get rid of, <laughs> you know, just I'm always there.
1: <laughs> well, where's your war- bothering
0: the tar out of you?
1: Where's your war- warranty gal? Is your uh, M O. if you will mm-hmm. on, you know, not just the different areas and the different cities and counties all all across Georgia that you're visiting, but the the vast, you know, grouping of people that you're helping. Um, which I think is genius, and it fits right right into this next question because, you know, for, for real estate agents, we're busy. So we're always being pulled in a million different directions, uh, especially if you're on social media. You're following a ton of different people and connected to a ton of – you're trying to create those meaningful relationships. But what I love the most about what you do and how you do it is that you're in person a lot, and we see your face a lot around here and around the events and stuff. But talk to us a little bit about the difference between social and, and in-person because I feel like you have really balanced those really, really well. But also, um, you know, now when when I hear someone talk about Carrie Smith, I'm like, well, did you get connected in person or social or both? Because yeah. you never know.
0: <laughs> well, uh, thank you. That's a huge compliment, Matt. So thank Thanks. you. Um, I feel as though I think I'm like you guys where it's total chaos and nothing's organized. <laughs> but time blocking is um, a big deal, I think, with both of our businesses. Um, our businesses are very similar. I kind of know where to go find people, you as agents and realtors. You probably do know where to find them. You just take a long time to figure it out, where to find them. And uh, so we're very similar. So, you know, time blocking as to what time is spent social media-wise versus – in person most people i can find during the business day so i try to be face to face you know social media wise mm-hmm. <laughs> at night in my jammies on the couch kicking up you know watching football or some sort of tv show yeah. uh, because i can do that from my couch right um now uh, you know as far as with me being older and not really getting the whole technology wave of stuff um you do have to try to keep up with it. And as the times are changing, you know, I had to finally delete my MySpace, you know, (laughs) come on, uh, you know, and move into the TikTok world. But, uh, you know, it's keeping up. Uh, Trying to appeal to all the masses of letting them know where to find you. And, you know, I don't check social media throughout the day like I should because I am more face-to-face and I'm in meetings, Uh, but people still can reach me there. It just might be a response back at 9 o'clock at night versus, you know, when they first shot me a message or something or tagged me or commented, Mm -hmm. whatever the proper (laughs) lingo is with all that, but, uh, you 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 know, so, um, (laughs) but as far as with uh, that's. I never considered it that I have it very well balanced cause I feel like you were um, burning the candle at both ends yeah. most of the time. Um, but, um, but yeah.
1: Well, I, I think the, the point there though too, is that there, there is no such thing as perfection between the, the balance, right? Like it's different for everyone. And there are some weeks and days that go by that I'm like, oh, I could have done more with social or I could have done more in person. Um, but something else was a priority. And, I mean, I think what you said is so important, and I hope that doesn't get missed by people. That you know, to your point earlier, the 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 missing link here, I think, is the face-to-face. Like two and a half years of pandemic will do that to you. <laughs> but, but you
0: did an amazing job on Clubhouse. You know, with people who aren't weren't face-to-face you couldn't get face-to-face things were shut down you did an amazing job with connecting with people through the clubhouse app and the relationships that you had gained and you kind of recreated reinvented yourself through that and that that's what I think we all need to do is when times just like this market and I'm using air quotes right now (laughs) um, shifting or changing or cooling off you have to reinvent yourself. Mm-hmm. And if I could share this kind of blibbit where our industries are kind of similar, last August when the inventory started depleting, like, sure, jumping mm-hmm. off a cliff. And um, I would walk into an office and people would dodge to look at me because they were <laughs> so like, I can't get you a home warranty. Mm-hmm. And like, it was like an uncom- you could tell it was an uncomfortable conversation for them or they felt bad or whatever. But the reality was is that this market was changing. Mm-hmm. And so granted how I weigh and measure, how the market is going is my numbers, mm-hmm. um, with closed units. And so, and in talking with my, um, industry competitors, as we are all friends, um, you know, this was affecting all of us. Mm-hmm. And so the numbers were decreasing, um, over the months. And so that was because the sellers weren't negotiating them or contributing, um, Buyers' agents weren't asking for them on behalf of their clients. Mm -hmm. But what I found a trend in is that these buyers were buying these homes that were broken, Mm -hmm. (laughs) per se. (laughs) These, you know, sellers weren't doing squat out there and fixing them. And they were moving into these homes, getting disgruntled because they felt they were purchasing a lemon. Uh, They were Googling home warranty companies. However, with Choice, um, we have two different departments. We have a consumer department, which most normal people, when they Google, they go to ChoiceHomeWarranty.com. It's a totally different department than what I work in. We have a second department called the real estate department. That is what I'm over top of um, here in Georgia. And so these people were doing it on their own, not really, you know, consulting with their agents because it was post closing. Yep. But they wanted a warranty, and then they would. Get that consumer product, which, again, is totally different than our real estate one. And then I wouldn't find out about it until maybe I was brought into a claim situation. And then when I'm brought into a claim situation with the consumer side of things, I don't I don't have access to their files. Mm-hmm. So it's like then I come to find out I saw a trend that there were consumer orders, and I was like, okay, how can I change my business? When my market was cooling off with my business, how can I get business? Mm-hmm. So it turned in a matter of like to where I was like, hey, Matt, you know, if you have any upcoming closings, do you mind introducing me to your client? And at least they know there's a local rep. Yeah. So up until I figured that out and reinvented myself during mm-hmm. that time, then I started seeing change. Yeah. Um, so I see and how I'm coaching the agents that I'm – communicating with now that this market yes is cooling but you can't do the same things today as you were doing a year ago you have to reinvent yourself and find what's going to work and bring you income revenue working with clients in the next you know until this kind of stabilizes so um, again you know just you have to change and be um, cognizant of changing
1: yeah no no you're exactly right and 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 I appreciate the kind of words, but I think you're right. I think every year there should be some reinvention because the only constant is change. <laughs>
0: like Madonna and Michael Jackson, you know, like they all morphed <laughs> through right. the years, and they're like huge celebrities. You know, right. so like the celebrityism of realtors, you know, you right. have to change and morph right over time.
1: Well, and and I love what you mentioned there too, because I think it is such a big education piece, and that's why I wanted to to bring you in here to talk more about this specifically to the realtors because. I think that there's a lot of misconceptions about home warranty. There's a lot of just unknown in general. Like we probably could do a better job of educating ourselves and depending on folks like you to come and educate us on is this the right home for a warranty? Is there a warranty for a a new construction or a 70s ranch here in Sandy Springs? You know, I think education is really important and, and consumers have more information than they've ever had before, yet this is still a missing piece, I feel like.
0: I can't stress enough, and even though I am a rep of a particular company um, with choice, however, um, I am a huge advocate of the three-card rule. You know, sitting on an ethics committee for two years with the board of realtors that I was a part of when I was a realtor, um, I can't stress that enough. Mm -hmm. And then you may be a know-all of home warranty information, had one on your house and houses and family and had home warranties you've been doing, real estate for 50 years, and you know everything about home warranty. I understand that and I respect it. However, allow the opportunity for your client, your Mm -hmm. consumer, to choose and let you know which one to either put in your special steps and your contracts or just be the concierge of information, leave it to them, let them make the decision. It's kind of like, okay, I'll use this as an example when I was a realtor, I'll never forget this because it was like, can I open my mouth wide enough and stick my big old size nine foot in because (laughs) I totally made an error is that I walked into a house showing one day. I was like, oh my gosh, this house is so ugly and it stinks so bad. But my client came in and loved it, but was so offended that I said that. And I was like, oh, like I felt – so the same thing with – I tie this into home warranty. It's like you may have a certain opinion. Realtor may have a certain opinion about home warranties or a particular company or this, that, and the other. But your client should have that opportunity to pick which company – what have you, what they want, and do their own research. These companies can change overnight, which how many of y'all have put the unsubscribe, you know, in emails? Um, you don't receive, you know, up-to-date live information about a home warranty because you opted out. Mm-hmm. Um, it could change whether the pricing, the coverage can change literally overnight. And you not be aware of it, but yet you're out there telling your clients, like, oh, it's going to cover everything. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh, you got to, you know, like blah, blah, blah. You got to reel back from that. And I'll be the first one to admit and raise my hand say, I wanted to be the know it all, Target, Super, Walmart of information to my Mm -hmm. clients and wanted to, you know, just um, put out there to them all knowledge about everything instead of guiding them and being that resource of guidance Mm -hmm. like a concierge. So at least consider giving your client two, three, four. 10 options of home warranties, allow them to do the research, give them, you know, the point of contacts locally with the local reps or the 800 numbers or better yet, the websites or apps. Uh, There's plenty of ways to guide them, but allow them and you take on the responsibility of being that realtor, the um, real estate professional within the industry, you stick to your, your um, contracts. Mm -hmm. In putting it in the special stipulations, if it is part of the real estate transaction, you should be the one, you or the other co-oping agent, of controlling ordering. So you know it's getting to the correct department of the home warranty company of whatever's to be to order. You're not allowing your buyer client to order it or the seller. You both as co-oping agents are taking responsibility on making sure the right products are ordered for your clients during the real estate transaction. But with us, with choice, I have to say that even if your buyer is purchasing one outside of closing to still make sure that there's a local rep that they can reach out to to make sure that they're getting the correct product and the correct pricing that they need. So um, I I can't stress that enough because it is all about setting the right expectation. Uh, I do still have the homeowners, which are homeowners or the Customers will be the first one to throw the realtor under the bus because nothing is ever the homeowner's fault. And they will say, you know, with conversations over eight, nine years of being in this business is that, you know, while the agent told me this was all going to be covered um, and you guys aren't covering this, or there's just an incorrect expectations that are set. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I would never, I hadn't looked at GAR forms, the Georgia Association of Forms, like in eight years. Okay, so how can I go and tell your customer like, well, you need to put this in your contract and try to negotiate that. And I'm, that's not my specialty right. is knowing gar contracts. Okay. Right. So all I'm asking realtors is like, you know, reverse it on the other side where allow us the opportunity in the home warranty world to educate your clients correctly. And, you know, you can know about how to negotiate your contracts and yeah. we'll negotiate the whole and, you know, the information about the home warranty yeah. to your clients.
1: Well, and so we're going to dig a, a little deeper into expectations because I do want to speak to the consumer's side of this as well. But I think that's really important. And what you just said, as far as the expect, like that's our job. Our whole job is expectations setting, <laughs> what, you, what you can expect to pay, the timelines. But like. I
0: see a, what my observation is, yeah. is I do see a lot more um, liability sure. on your guys' shoulders as to taking on being people pleasers yeah. and wanting to hundred uh, no, uh, I cannot cure agree all with you magic more. potion it you know <laughs> just rub it a little bit harder it you know like it's just there's not there should be more of a release in the liability on yeah. your shoulders um, no, I think, and it, I think doesn't it doesn't make you all look more unprofessional, it looks more professional when they're guided the right direction. 100%. Even as trivial as stuff as home warranty.
1: No, well, I tell my clients, and this is maybe a best practice that we can take out of this, set, set the right expectations, but then part B or, or part two of this is, I just say I know enough to be dangerous <laughs> about home warranties. However, fortunately for you as my client, we have great resources within our network here. And you got to call Carrie, you got to call our other folks that know what this stuff covers, that they can set the expectations for you. They can help you navigate and make the right decision um, so that we can fill these contracts out. Because right. to me, the expectation setting like leads to, when I when I'm able to pass a client to you or refer a client to you, I'm adding value. I'm not setting the wrong expectation. I'm also not giving them the improper information because I think you're so right. And a lot of new agents probably don't realize that, you know, I don't know. Let me get the answer for you is actually one of the best answers you can give because it builds trust, but it also gets them the right information, which is ultimately right. the goal. So, yeah.
0: Well, consider the newer agents that got licensed during pandemic, oh, 2020, 2021 yeah. It's like that meme that had went out. It's whatever it said. But anyways, like it's like, okay, this is what like, you know, price reductions looks like. Okay. So, right. um, <laughs> again, with home warranty being inserted, because those newer agents don't understand what the market was like when it was a normalized market or 10 years ago in the other recession, like as to every contract that you would write or offer you would write, you would insert that special stipulation, seller to provide a home warranty not to exceed X amount of dollars, you know, for one year from the date of closing. And um, they don't know that that special stip exists. Mm Now that we're normalizing with this market, you know, to get better prepared and inserting that on every single offer you submit Mm -hmm. Uh, because you never know what you can get until you ask. So, um, but it's most definitely in the GAR contract (laughs) special stip area. Don't know the number of it, but uh, it is in there.
1: I love it. I love it. Perfect. So, let's shift gears as far as expectations for consumers for, for our clients out there and for. Um, some customers or or people that are just looking to buy real estate in like the next couple of years here. I want to kind of divide this up. Let's talk directly to them as far as that expectation setting, because I think a lot of what has been published mostly by real estate agents and, and people in our profession is that it does cover everything. Well, that's, we all know that's not true at the end of the day. If you go read every word of that fine print. If it doesn't you're cover excuses.
0: It doesn't <laughs> cover everything. Right. Um, there's a reason we have insurance.
1: Or assumptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a reason we have insurance, too. Like, there's a, you know, there's a problem, there's a solution to everything, I believe. And so talking to the consumers, as far as setting expectations, let's say someone, you know, this year, 2023, is now looking to buy a home and they're like, I've heard about home warranties, I don't really understand what the difference between that and homeowner's insurance or, you know, any of this is. Mm -hmm. If you had to just kind of boil it all down to what is a home warranty, who's the perfect person for a home warranty?
0: Sure. Um,
1: Without saying everyone. I know that's a challenge. No, I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) uh, Home warranty is a service agreement for the systems and appliances located within the home, and that failed due to Keywords, normal wear and tear. Uh, It is what I like to how how I like to explain it to regular consumers is that home warranty is like a coupon. Mm -hmm. You know, if you opened up a Sunday newspaper and saw a Macy's 75% off coupon, you cut it out, take it to Macy's. uh, You start gathering up some clothes and some shoes and some jewelry. You take it up to the register and the register lady's like, um the Ralph Lauren shirt's not on sale and your shoes are only 15% off, not 75% off and jewelry is 10%. So you start finding out that small fine print that you couldn't really see in the newspaper mm-hmm. that is not a part of that or applicable to that 75% off coupon. You start finding out and that's essentially how the home warranty works and operate is that we don't know as a company if something's going to be covered or not until a licensed technician comes out to further evaluate. Just because there's so many different variables within a home with all these components and moving mechanicals that can go wrong that can possibly be covered versus maybe not. Mm -hmm. Um, So I typically, it's really, I mean, even on my own personal home, it's, you know, some things have popped up and I'm even, you know, been in this business where I'm like, oh, I should have known that that was not, but it was something that I couldn't diagnose myself to figure out if it was going to be covered or not, but at least it's being evaluated. but a perfect candidate would be uh, a homeowner who likes to save money. Uh, with all of these home warranty companies, we're all different. And there's different processes, different guidelines, procedures, and it's up to the homeowner to understand that third party involvement on repairs or replacements, um, the small fine print per se, because every one of those home warranty companies are different. So for somebody who likes to save money, who doesn't you know, who doesn't mind or would like to go through a process with a third-party involvement, home warranties might be for them. Uh, All too often, um, somebody who doesn't, um, I'm trying to think of a way to put this. Um,
1: (laughs) Someone like me that's not handy?
0: Uh, I will say, (laughs) being that it's like a coupon, money Mm -hmm. still has to be spent Mm -hmm. with any sort of repairs, replacement. Again, lots of different asterisks when I say that. So there have been times to where a homeowner may not have much of a savings account. And so that is why they got a home warranty. However, there may be things that the homeowner does need to pay for. And, you know, so I would just educate your buyer clients that, you know, yes, you are buying an older home you may want to consider putting a little, even though we're getting home warranty, you may want to consider you know, coaching them like putting X amount of dollars or so much money back into a savings account for things that may pop up that may not be covered under the home warranty. They still need that extra nesting yeah. finances to, you know, it's home ownership. No, sure. So,
1: well, and I think that's the biggest, we'll just go ahead and say this out loud. If no one has said to you yet, as a buyer of real estate things, There is more risk, but also more reward that there's going to be things that happen, whether it's a brand new home or a 50 year old home here in Atlanta, like things are going to happen. Yep. And that's why we have insurance. That's why we have home warranties. That's why we have all the things that we do. No one can ever predict what's going to happen. But at the same time, you do want some sort of protection. And, you know, there's not one thing, one silver bullet that can address all of this, unfortunately, but... Um, you know, there are. I'm sure there's people out there that would probably say, when we went and bought a home, it cost us a lot more than we thought because of an HVAC, an electrical issue, a plumbing issue that we had no idea about when we did our inspection. It was behind wall. I mean, it's just inevitable, right? Like it's it's bound to happen. So if no one said that, let's just say that out loud. It's it's going to cost you more money than the closing costs and your mortgage and your taxes and your interest every single month. Um, There are just things that come up and it's unfortunate, but you try to do your due diligence and understand, you know, kind of what you're getting into. And that's why you hire a licensed professional (laughs) to to help you navigate all this. But um, I do want to kind of just go back a little more towards the realtor side here and and for buyers, too. I mean, I think this could actually be beneficial to both uh, groups here if for the realtors first how do they use home warranties? You mentioned earlier, like using that special stipulation because you just don't know what you're going to get until you ask. The answer is always no until you ask, right? So if we put the special stipulation in there, is there anything else that we can do to win more deals on the buyer's side or even on the seller side? I mean, should we be offering to our sellers that, you know, maybe we put a home warranty on here to attract better qualified buyers, but also people that appreciate, you know, what that sure. does for
0: them? Um, I have my hands, my left hand and my right hand. Okay. So buyers and sellers are two separate. Okay. So seller wise with this cooling off market that we're doing, you know, if you are an agent going in with your listing appointments and listing homes and not having a conversation with your seller right now about, Doing a seller's coverage during the listing period, possibly being open-minded about negotiating mm-hmm. a home warranty to the buyer client um, and putting that in your marketing. Put it in, in your public remarks saying, seller, neg- negotiable about providing a home warranty at closing, contact me for more information, yeah. however sure. you guys phrase it yeah. on there. But, um I think my opinion is you should be. If I was back being an agent, every single listing would be doing a seller's coverage. I would be telling and talking to my sellers by saying, instead of reducing, you know, it's your home's probably going to be on the market more than 72 hours. So just to prepare you, uh, that, um, you know, if it's on the market for a week or 30 days or it, it may be on the market longer. Mm-hmm. So instead of you, reducing your price, you know five, ten thousand dollars because of that older HVAC system. Um, let's offer or be negotiable about providing a home warranty. Sure. It's working. Yeah. It's in great working order. there's nothing wrong with it, but it prevents that buyer client coming in and trying to you know take advantage of you with you know asking you to reduce your price ten, fifteen thousand dollars or put in a brand new HVAC unit. Prior to closing. And so, you know, you want to have those conversations with the seller client. If you are uncomfortable with it, you know, reach out to me. I'm happy to script mm-hmm. with you. Um, because when I was an agent, I didn't know how to talk about home warranties. I, I was scared to death to talk about them. Uh, I just slapped it on there on every <laughs> listing. I'm like, because that's what the rep told us to do. And sure. I was like, you know, rule Makes follower. Sense. Yeah. I was like, I'll do it. Um, but, you know, if you don't know about the seller's coverage during the listing period, again, reach out to me I'm happy to further explain it Um, there's several companies that do offer it Um, so it's a great tool to have but please don't go into your listing and saying it's free coverage you don't you don't have to pay for nothing Um, that's not setting the right expectation Um, And then on the left hand side, your buyer clients, you know, again, your buyer consultations, you know, especially with this cooling off period, hey, Mr. Buyer client, if we are going to be submitting offers, here's a couple home warranty companies to choose from, can you please look through these because more than likely when we submit an offer, I'd like to put that in the special stipulation and asking that seller client or seller person to uh, contribute towards one at closing. If they contribute all of it, that's great. But it, they may only be willing to negotiate up to, you know, like $300, which might pay for half of it. Are you sure. willing to pay for the other half? You know, like, so you start formulating a game plan with your buyer client. So it's super important. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, explaining to them that if by chance the seller is not willing to get it, but that is something they do want to get, absolutely they can get it. Yeah. You're happy as the agent to um, get get it ordered for them prior to closing or after closing or whatever. But um, you know, that those would be the two situations yeah. that I would.
1: Well, and I love that too, because you know, as this market challenges more agents to get creative, to think outside the box a little bit more, like you said, half of it, just pay for half. Of it. Like that would be yeah. a huge win for a potential seller to sell their house at a price or within a time frame. Um, and it could be a huge win for the buyer as well um, to have it half paid for.
0: It, one other, uh, if, the, uh, if I don't say this, I'm going to forget. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So, uh, you know, if you are doing a listing appointment and the home does have older systems and appliances, especially HVAC, recommend to your seller, Mr. Mrs. Seller, did you ever get your HVAC serviced? No? Oh, well, let's go ahead and get it serviced. Mm-hmm. We have a clean bill of health. To also submit to the buyer, saying it was just serviced, it's clean, it's sparkly new, you know, like yeah. it's sh- a shoe shine. It's yeah. you know, it's been done, and that way, it it gives the buyer better peace of mind. For sure. So, For sure. and they're not hiding anything because no, you know, sellers never hide anything; <laughs> they never do. Exactly. They're yeah, they don't.
1: Awesome information, Will Carrie. So as far as agents and, and realtors partnering with. Uh, home warranty folks, even lenders. I mean, all all of this stuff. I I feel like is equal, just different, right? Um, how can we best partner with you, but also lead generation? Like you just mentioned, talking to our sellers about it, talking to our buyers about it before, kind of getting further down the road before sure. getting there, right? Getting in the and in the, in the road map, if you will. Well, um, but what what can we do as far as lead generation as it uh, relates to this?
0: Sure, uh, you know. Th- You mentioned roadmap. Okay, so kind of retracing your steps on that roadmap, going back to your basics in the beginning of that roadmap, and contacting your past clients. You may have to dig up files in the filing cabinet if you've been in the business for 25 years, and you don't have them saved in email, but um, to recontact your clients and reconnect. And a great conversation, because, again, I can relate to where I'd be embarrassed to pick up the phone and be like, I didn't call Betty Sue from... 15 years ago. What do I say to her? Um, but you know, using, if they're still living in the same home that you sold them to, or we're connecting them with years ago, use that as an in. you know, like I'm touching base with you. Um, You know, and as your conversation is going, um, you know, ask them, you you know, that their house is old or their systems and appliances. By the time you sold them a new construction in 2005, Mm -hmm. it's actually an old house now (laughs) Uh, and older, older systems, appliances, systems and appliances. So contact them. Have you ever thought about Betsy Sue Mm -hmm. um, having a home warranty? If so. Here's some you know, names of companies, but um, with choice we do for non-real estate related, keeping extremely RESPA compliant, is that we do have a referral program with our real estate division um, when you guide your past clients or friends, family, neighbors directly to me as the local rep. Not the 800 number, not the website, but we have a program called PRONTO. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's seventy-five dollars back to the agents with referring folks who do sign up, and that way they're placed. Their order is placed under your personal realtor portal. So if they do place claims or they, you know, um, use their warranty, you're getting notifications. Mm-hmm. So it's another reason to stay top mm-hmm. of mind with them and pick up the phone. Like, hey, how's everything going? So it's just a, a lead generating um, program right. that we have uh, for you guys. Um, so.
1: Yeah, I love that. Well, and I think that also, to, again, that, that extends the conversation, right? And we're all about conversation, creating opportunity from conversation because we know the people that bought a house in the last two and a half years probably not going to buy anytime soon.
0: Now it
1: happens, but... <laughs>
0: But you, know. you could wrap up the conversation with a good old Buffini. Correct. Oh, by the way, do you know <laughs> anybody right. looking to buy you yourself? You don't know anyone, do you? <laughs> no, but you, again, it, you, you never know until you pick up that phone. Right. And if I may share my personal experience, it's sure. not so much as to why I'm a rep of right. a home warranty company and why I'm not a realtor, but you know, going through the last recession um, was extremely difficult yeah. being an independent individual agent. I didn't work on yeah. a team. And yeah. so a lot of things that... I know now seeing all different types of cultures out there with different brokerages, different agents, different teams, individuals, um, I failed. I failed as a realtor. Like, I I didn't do the legwork. I didn't know how to run my business like a business when times got really tough. They were great before the recession. I mean, heck, 80-20s, you know, like all this great – like, business was good before the, the last recession. And, you know, going through that dark time period and not being a specialist with foreclosures or short sales yeah. – my business plummeted, and so I didn't reach out to my sphere of influence. I didn't, you know, stay top of mind with people. Um, I was afraid to ask for business. Um, now, times started getting better a little bit after the recession, but I was worn out. I was burned out, but I love the industry. I love being within real estate. I, I love, you know, realtors, and I, I just love this industry. And so it was the opportunity that I was presented to come on this side of the fence, which I think I was just really out of my mind when I said yes, but, um, that was my path where I needed to be guided to. And that's what I tell people now. I'm like almost in my fifties and it's pretty much, you guys are stuck with me as a warranty (laughs) route. So that's what I'm good at.
1: (laughs) Well, and if you're looking for a script, by the way, to reach out to your best fear, it's hi, how are you? Um, that's yeah. all you literally mm-hmm. have to say. I've been thinking Either about been, you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a weird a... dream about you. <laughs> you may cross the line with creepy on that one, but you know, just. Uh, um, <laughs> no, but that's, you know,
1: that's great. I love that. Well, Carrie, thank you so much. On episode two of this, we're going to go into the home warranty nightmare stories. Of we just closed, and then the next day, our uh, hot water heater shot through the roof of uh, the house, and. That's going to be episode two where we bring you back in. That's going to be episode two,
0: three, four, five, and (laughs) six to break that up into short. Well,
1: I really appreciate it um, again, and thank you for your time today, but also thank you for the information. Anything else that, um, you know, if if people are curious, not just obviously they can go Google you and find more about your website and stuff, but any other resources or podcast books, anything else that you would recommend for people to kind of continue this thought? Of home warranties, how do we integrate them into my business? Use it for lead generation and so on and so forth.
0: Sure. Um, one thing: uh, if you don't remember my name or the company I work with, I'm your Warranty Gal, and you can find it via hashtag. Uh, is that the coolest yeah, thing ever? Of um, at the hashtag Your Warranty Gal. Um, but as far as with, uh, I'm old school. My email, my phone number, yeah. um, chwpro dot is the. Um, the website that all realtors, brokers should be going to. That's our um, pro realtor website. Um, But um, I'm always happy to be here as a resource of information for you guys. So, Reach out anytime, preferably through text or phone number.
1: (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you again for all the information. Really appreciate your time today. And thank you for listening. And if you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, make sure that you do that. Uh, Also, leave us a review. We'd love to hear uh, what you're gathering from this podcast the information. Is it helpful? Is it uh, insightful? Uh, is it entertaining? Yeah, we'd, we'd just love to hear from you. Make, make sure you leave us a review. We'd really, really appreciate that. And we'll uh, listen and uh, hear you guys on the next one. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown. Please subscribe. And for more information on how
1: to get engaged, check us out at atlantarealtors.com. We look forward to having you join us for the next
0: episode.